I'm joined now by Jacek Badowski from the IAU Communications Committee and he's going to tell us a little bit about what the Communications Committee does, the uh, functions that it was performing over this weekend at the third IAU 50km World Championships in Brasov, uh, Romania. Uh, Jacek, welcome to the show. Thank you. And uh, like you said, I am the Director of the Communication at the IAU and I am as well the Chair of the Communication Team that we have globally. So what we did in during these championships, we cover the communication and um, we we did this um, starting many, many weeks before the event itself and uh, cover through the whole event and we will do some activities after as well. And how do you think today went? I first have to start with um, a few remarks. So I think it was very good uh, competition and I'm talking here as an overall when I would say about the communication itself, we establish a very good team with the local organization committee. So we exchange information early in advance. So this is what I said before. And this activity, what we did, allow us to have a very good interactions and cover the whole event quite nicely. So I was very happy. Can you give us an idea of, of what the communications committee was actually doing today? Yes, sure. What we normally do, we, we prepare a couple of things before we introduce the event, we do uh, we, we share documentation that is uh, going along with, and then we do a pre-race report. Uh, during the event itself, we try to cover as much as possible from the communication. We do uh, some most important uh, thing, the press conference, and in addition, we do the live streaming and uh, share the information during the event. And of course, we, we take as much as possible the media materials, being videos, interviews, and, um, pictures. And that was a great support from my team, especially John Oregon, who is doing this interview as well. And um, I, I have to add one thing. There were many activities that we start for the first time here during these uh, championships, and this is part of our uh, path to growth with the communication. We started um, one and a half year ago with, with the communication team and now we are growing and building the uh, the momentum. So the, the whole work was uh, around this and like I said, we did many things for the first time. We are testing and we have already good results from the first um, activities. So I'm very happy with that. I notice now that Facebook, Instagram, Twitter are all becoming a lot more active. Are you noticing now that athletes and member federations are starting to use this platform and we, are we getting a lot more traffic than we have been doing so before oh definitely it's um, it's been amazing because uh, when we actually start all these activities the only thing we had as a social media was the twitter and uh, we actually grow tremendously in all media that you mentioned it. so our base is still the website so we put all the important information there and that's the starting point and this is what we were communicating from the early stage of our development. And uh, just on the Facebook itself, we had we have now almost 3,000 followers. Twitter, we, we grow up to 2,500. 
uh, Instagram, we are one and a half thousand or maybe even more right now. It's, it's growing basically on the daily basis. And just to give you an example, last uh, event when we had in Brazil, just uh, one uh, post with the results generated 20,000 followers. And I think that's outstanding. Having nothing one year ago and now generating, um, I think, about 40,000 uh, followers with, uh, with one weekend, it's, it's a great achievement. And now we're gonna assess how it go, how it was in in Brasov here in in Romania. And that's thanks to yourself and the work that you've been putting in because it, this didn't just happen overnight. This has been going on for the last year or longer than that, and the followings have been built up both gradually. And I notice myself now that more and more people seem to be accessing the and say retweeting what's on it, and we're we're getting the information out there now. Before you took up your role as director of communications, you were involved with Polish team being from Poland. Yes, that's true. But actually, I would like to come back what you just said a few seconds ago, that uh, how it was growing. You said that I put lots of work, but we have a great team across the globe. So we have at least one person in each uh, region. So we have we have you, John, in, in Europe. We have Wayne, who is in New Zealand. We have Frank in, uh, in the Middle East and Asia. We have Linda in South Africa. And we have Lucas in, in Brazil. And all of those people <laughs> contributed a lot and we have established a very good relations and, and this is outstanding performance from the team. We, sp- we split the work so uh, people are responsible for different things and we try to cover as much as possible. Coming back to your question about <laughs> my involvement, I actually become in the ultra running uh, family, if I can say, not that long ago. It was uh, 2014 in, in Doha where... I was still active runner. I'm still active runner. And at some point I was uh, delegated as a team manager in Belfast 2017. And I had the opportunity to be on the other side, not only as an athlete. And this just bring more attention to me and, and got me to the, to the work. And that's how it all started. So that was a that was really good move. Actually, I think Belfast 2017 was when we first started talking about the communications committee. And I actually thought that it was more recent than that but yeah I remember that time in Belfast now the reason I mentioned you with the Polish team was did you find it hard actually walking around the course looking over at the support group for your team and your uh, the actual Polish runners running around wishing you were running or actually standing behind the table telling them what to do I actually was responsible for managing the whole team and I really focused on the strategy so my head was far away from running and I'm focusing on the 100 kilometers, so I knew 24 hours, it's too much for me at this stage. And this was um, a new role for me, but I really enjoy it. So I even have uh, lots of pictures with you when we were all in the middle of the night, but just to look after our athletes. So that was that was really good, and I didn't miss, didn't miss that piece at all. Poland have a very strong team at all the distances and time based how did your team perform today polish team was was okay i i couldn't be with them because i have this role now with iu but of course as i am polish i was uh, checking how they are doing when uh, when we were doing all these activities here so we were on the fourth position in ladies individually and the team performed on the fifth place the guys were in the middle of the pack but they performed quite well we have the national record for ladies at 50 kilometers so i think taking taking into account that we had only five runners 
and the conditions, I, I think they did well. And um, what do you think is the strongest event for the Polish team? Oh, it's going to be definitely with 24 hours. Uh, in, in Belfast 2017, we had five goals. We had uh, gold and silver for uh, ladies indivi- individually. We had silver for men and we had two silvers for the team. So it was five medals out, out of eight. So I think that was outstanding performance. Yeah, that was quite an achievement. Do you think something like that might happen again in Albi? We were proving that at the European level we are almost unbeatable, if I can say this way, because we had uh, gold and bronze for ladies, gold for men, and we had gold for ladies again, and if I'm not mistaken, bronze for, for guys. So it won't be easy, but everything is possible, and we actually are taking six uh, men and six ladies to Albi in France, and uh, just as an example, if I remember well, uh, we have a waiting list with the guys running 240 kilometers and they are not going to Albi. So you can imagine that the standards in Poland is quite high. That's incredible. That really, really is setting the bar high. Can you give us an idea of, of what way your 24-hour runners might train? Uh, yeah, I think uh, they they all train individually. So we don't have like a national program how they train together. Uh, so they train with their clubs, with uh, with their own things. Some of them uh, prefer lots of uh, runs, uh, lots of uh, events to, to participate as a um, uh, preparation for the 24 hours. Some of them focus on um, on individual long training period and then just have two, three races where they check. But in general, like I said, they train independently and they just, they just focus on every detail. So we always have uh, good support. We have... Uh, uh, somebody who can look after the strategy so team management is important and um, yeah we hope for the good uh, for Albi as well. Now, everyone I've spoke to today seem to be really really happy with Brasov as a venue. What made you choose this place? We actually look for many things it's it's not only the location but uh, we have to look from different angles so we look at the budget we look at the proposals we look uh, about the transportation how easy it is about the accommodation and uh, experience as well so for romania it was the first time they did 50 kilometers but they did uh, outstanding um, event with 24 hours uh, european championships and uh, we as our organization visit them few times for uh, the previous event before the 24 hours and then we were here for several times so uh, that was uh, that was a very very good application to to be here and um, the place itself it's quite nice and i think many people appreciated where we were and i think the event itself went well so at least from my perspective it was uh, a good good event now just out of curiosity this place is very, very scenic a lot of what you've been doing since you've arrived has been working behind the scenes and then you've been visible as well when do you travel home would you take a bit of downtime here and do some touristy stuff uh, actually i i didn't have any single minute to do to do anything uh, i arrived on uh, thursday night and then starting friday morning we had meetings just to make sure that we align everything. Uh, we had uh, lots of uh, activities. We had seminar, we have uh, press conference, technical meetings, all this stuff that are needed to make sure that that we, we perform and then the event uh, runs smoothly. And during the event itself, lots of coverages. So uh, there's many, many things and aspects that uh, we don't show, we don't say about, we don't share on the social media just to make sure that we have uh, a very good event and the athletes can get uh, what they need and they focus on running. 
away from the event and away from running what do you do to unwind like how, how do you relax uh, this is for me kind of relax <laughs> i i love running and um I normally work in the corporation, so I start early in the morning and then I finish late afternoon. And uh, running is something that uh, takes my my head away, my, my thinking from uh, daily work. And I love it. So this is something that I put my heart. Is there any other sport that you're interested in? Even not participating, but maybe watching on TV or following? I actually really love athletics. So I watch every Olympic game, uh, mainly the track and field events. I, whenever I have time, I go. Even one week ago, I was on the Swiss um, national championships for the track and field. So I spent two days just watching and then uh, posting some information. So I, I really enjoy sport. I occasionally follow football and some other sports, but, um, but running is something that I really... If you were to sit there in the corner and put your headphones on, what would be the first song that might start playing? I actually have uh, not specific music that I listen, but I have uh, I have a couple of songs that I like it. And uh, I don't really can name it now, but I have a couple that brings me memory from different locations. I move around and it's happened somehow that uh, when I'm running in, in different country, I, I somehow select the music that it's kind of specific for the country it's, it's a bit strange but this is how it works with me if i was going to ask you to recommend a book to me or to one of the listeners what would you suggest uh, from from book i actually enjoy a lot of uh, polish books um, so uh, probably it's not that that's something that i can recommend they are not translated into english uh, most of them i like uh, historical books and uh, if i can if i can recommend something that I, it's more common i would say yeah, I don't remember now too. It's it's just uh, yeah. I like I like many books. And before we finish up, do you think there's anything that or I should have asked that might have gotten a bit of useful information from your? I think um, maybe you could ask uh, what will be uh, what will be our feedback from the event itself. What we noticed that was done well and what we noticed could be improved. So that's something that I would. Um, I would ask and kind of take away from what we did. Like you asked me before, we we have lots of uh, walk arounds and, and check things. So that's not many people know and probably they shouldn't even know that we do this because it's just for the benefit of the event itself. And like I said, the most important is that the, the athletes, they have a clear head, they can focus on the event, they can perform and they can come back happy that they did whatever they could to to deliver and uh, have the results. But that's what I would ask, what will be the takeaway from this and kind of feedback. Jacek Badowski, Director of Communications with the IAU, thank you very much for your time. Thank you and all the best.